Welcome to yet another Duel of the Debates. I'm Dan, Danny, and Miguel, and our guests will be here in just a second. But first, we got some quick housekeeping. So we're taking a little break from reviews here for the next month or so, and we're going to continue to work on Duel of, the, Duel of the Debates and some of our theory videos for you all. So make sure to follow us on all socials at Seen It Beforecast on Instagram and Twitter, TikTok, Ooh. and Twitter with the handle at SIB underscore pod. Anyway, let's get to uh, what we have this week. So uh, I'm going to bring Danny and Miguel in here. So, uh, Danny. Hi, I'm Danny. Uh, today we're going to be doing another Duel of the Debates episode. This is episode four. Um, the question today is most underrated Pixar movie. So, yeah, we oh. also got our guest. Actually, he's not our guest. He's our other host. Sorry, Miguel. Hi, I'm Miguel. I am also a fighter doing one of these awesome Duel of the Debates. And my movie is Monsters, Inc., Oh, yeah. and, and we have one of our frequent collaborators from the movie reviews, Chris. He is here, and you get to see his beautiful, shining face now. Um, Chris, what are you doing for your movie? For my movie, I am doing the 1998 Pixar classic, Bugs Life. All right. I didn't say my movie. My movie's Soul, <laughs> if anyone wants to know. That's right. You did not say your movie. I what year did, I did you Soul say movie. Movie. I don't know, 2020, I think. All right, y'all. So here's the rules. So you get a minute and a half to have your opening arguments. Each of you, uh, all three of you, get to have an opening argument. Then after that, we go to rebuttals for about two minutes. And then it's a free-for-all to figure out which of these animated movies is the most underrated Pixar animated movie. I, that was a weird way to say that, but you get the picture. So anyway, um, let's let's get into this. All right, everyone. So uh, I think we're going to start with Danny this uh, this week. He's the one that got actually dethroned last week from winning. So let's see if somebody can do that. No, I'm pissed. Or not last week, last episode. But yeah, you're pissed. You're looking for redemption. God is yeah. here as her witness. God um, is always with us. God bless. She's yeah. always with me because I can't get rid she, of her. I'll <laughs> <laughs> <Girl>, leave. <laughs> I didn't want to do this to no, begin with. Wait. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right, y'all. Danny, start it off. Okay. So, my movie, Soul, um, it came out in 2020. Um, I don't know why I wrote this. Um, <laughs> it's, I, it's a really weird way of phrasing it. Newer, therefore much better animation could be and was done. Uh, the visuals of the afterlife and depiction of New York City has never been matched in a Pixar movie. Um, it's, this is one of the first movies that like actually showcased um, average human life. And I think that's like... Like we, you can make metaphors and stuff with other movies, and I think that's why it, this one's better because it just straight up says, you know, this is what humans do, and it deals with heavy themes, um, existential crises, depression, creativity, and more is able to boil, um, and more, and it's able to boil down all into a children's movie. Um, so this is one of those rare movies that um, appeals to children and adults alike on every level. Um, it addresses heavy topics like life, death, and the afterlife in a perfect manner for kids to understand. This movie's truly for everyone in some way. Uh, I related to it on the basis of getting what they call the zone, which is a place where you are in your element creatively and it's pure mesmerization. Um, it's a very interesting topic. A lot of creative people have cited like that's like the place they want to get to. It's kind of like a hyperfixation for the like, ADHD people. Um, where you're just in the zone. And I thought that was a really neat concept to include. Um, in and again, in a kids movie, this is, it, 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 they don't need to go this deep into 
like this topic, but they did anyway, and it I'm uh, it's awarded uh, very heavily for that. Uh, I gotta breathe. Um, we got a thematic question. What is the meaning of life in a Pixar movie? Not what is my passion or what makes me feel the way I feel. No, we get the deepest philosophical question ever asked. What is my purpose in life? Obviously centered around a jazz musician. It has the best soundtrack in any Pixar movie. Um, this is the reason, the reason it's underrated is because Disney has a terrible strategy of showing this movie to people. It dropped during the pandemic and made only about $120 million in the worldwide box office compared to um, well, at the time I, I was, up, um, at the time I was c- competing against Ratatouille, uh, <laughs> so he, Ratatouille got six hundred seventy million. So wrapped up, but yeah, yeah, shut the fuck up. Just Jeez. kidding. I love you. All right, um, Chris, we are going to move on to you next for your oh god. Audience. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. It's not that deep as much as Danny's, All but right. I'll try my best here. All right, your time begins now. So um, I personally think Bugs Life is an underrated classic just because of the fact that it still came from a time where fully animated films were still in its infancy. I mean, it was three years after the release of Toy Story. So it's their second. So it's their second film that came out. It was it was still a very good looking movie. I actually just watched it last night just to kind of get my brain back onto it. But what I really like about it is that it kind of jumped into something that we hadn't seen so well, computer like uh, computer generated. So like, for example, just the world that we have is our backyard and the idea that like, Oh, you know, there's a whole entire world of just small itty bitty little, like, you know, insects living their different type of life. Hence the name a bug's life. Um, for the time when it came out, it was about a hundred, uh, $120 million budget. And it made about three times that amount back. Um, so it definitely got a whole lot of very positive reception from reviewers and um, 30 seconds. Oh, crap. Chris, I lied. You have a minute because I accidentally gave Danny two minutes. So you get an extra five seconds. But okay. Go, 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 go. Keep keep going. Um, It was also just like it was really forgotten after the film truly came out after it. um, Because like it just, I don't know, for some odd reason, it kind of disappeared. It probably might have been because of following that was Toy Story 2 and it completely overtook the rest of it. Um, And probably one of my favorite things is about the entire quote, which you probably see a million times on Facebook, which is the hopper scene at the bar where he's kind of like, you know, it's like you let one ant, you know, stand up to us. They'll all stand up to us. It's like, you know, it's kind of basically saying that, like, you know, there is there is you get stronger in numbers than just one big person. Um, And it kind of just shows that, like, even the smaller type people have the power to make change to themselves just by all teaming together. So it kind of it creates kind of a more simplistic story. Oh, that was a good job. You got to finish your sentence. Good job. Thank you, God. I don't like cutting you guys off as aggressive. All right, so then I will be the one to cut you off. (laughs) You cut me off. God's been fired. (laughs) God has not been fired. God has been fired from time. We're atheists. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Miguel. God. You are up. You ready? I was born ready. Oh, he's born ready. All right. Your time begins now. Now, this one might be a shock because Monsters, Inc. is not terribly underrated in terms of how everyone loves it, but it got snubbed like crazy, and you don't usually hear about it when you hear think of the top echelon of Pixar movies. It usually comes in like third, fourth, maybe all the way up to like eighth. It's, it's, it's not where it deserves. It deserves to be in the top three easily, and, now, this, and this is why. Now, the first one, uh, I have a lot of themes here I'm going to go through. It's, it's more than just one or two themes in this movie. It's a ton of themes. It's, it's several, and I'm going to get to them. First one is the friendship between Mike and Sully. This is a very relatable to human life. They live together. They have arguments. They, there's points in the movie where they're, 
they're, you think they might not be friends anymore, but they always get back together. They think this, they're like, nope, I got to think about this. I want my friend back. And they work it out and they solve problems. And they go through a lot of hardships. Now, the second biggest theme I've noticed in this movie was the environment. Now, this is a huge change from the friendship when it doesn't relate to each other. It's, they're going on a power, there's a power shortage that they call One a screen minute. shortage. And it's, a, it's a, the underlying theme throughout the entire movie. And it relates to what we do now in, in real, like real world right now. Um, in this, to continue with this, um, the great inform, like the, in this movie, they control the information. They say that the kids are poisonous and you don't want to touch them. And it's all the control throughout fear. And this fear is causing them not to listen to new ideas. And it blocks the best idea that came out of this movie, which was the laugh, laughing. The, la- the laughs had the most powerful energy. And this is kind of related 30. to real life where we have oil, but we could be doing better things and bigger things, but we're not because we're being blocked by oil. And it's just, whether you agree with that or not, that's just what the underlying theme is. And uh, it goes over the negative, uh, negatives of comp- capitalism. Um, it also goes over that some little things don't matter. It's about the big things in life. They were trying to go for the scare record. They couldn't do it. Uh, well, they could, but they, they, got, they didn't end up doing it because it was more important to save Boo because lives and people Rap. and connections are better. All right. Good. Good job. So much more. All right, everyone. So we are moving on to the rebuttal round. So but try it. But, <laughs> but uh, you try it. You, but again. But you try to, um, you know, just refute your claims. Make sure you uh, don't just attack the other players. Are you, you blind? Try and defend yourself. What? Are you blind? Are you blind? Wait, what? Wait, is that from... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the quiet place. Yeah, I remember that one. You're just like, you're fucking blind. Danny. It's on my tower of terror. Danny, are you ready? I am ready. All right. Your time begins now. All right. Um, starting off with Bugs Life. Um, Bugs Life isn't even the best bug theme movie of that year, uh, that being Ants, and I will not explain. Uh, animation is dog shit. <laughs> animation for Bugs Life, dog shit. Uh, it's forgettable and uh, perfectly rated, in my opinion. Um, so there, there's a PlayStation video game. Uh, it's way more interesting than the fucking oh, movie. I play, oh, I no, no, Chris, 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 Chris. Oh, sorry. Half the game, though, and like, so imagine like the the amount, the little amount of story that's actually being told in Bugs Life. Like, in the video game, half the game is just like literally finding the fucking ant hill, and that was more entertaining to me than the movie. So I think uh, the the themes of Bug Life, Bugs Life are basic with just be yourself we're past that, you know? And, you know, I think, I think soul definitely dove way more into like just a better theme overall compared to both movies. Monsters Inc is, isn't even underrated. It's the most recognizable Pixar movie behind Toy Story. Um, Boo, Soli and Mike Wazowski are probably the most iconic characters from Pixar. Uh, it's not as good as soul, which dives into deeper themes than Monsters Inc. Uh, life and death is way deeper than fatherhood, which has been done to death by countless other movies like the MCU. And, um, uh, Underrated means overlooked, a diamond in the rough, and Soul exemplifies that to a T because it was dumped on Disney+. Plus. Nobody talks about it as nearly as much as they should. And um, I don't think... Um, I'm not sure if uh, Soul actually got nominated or, or won anything, it but it didn't. It did. Oh, it did. Oh, well, either way. I don't, I don't think... The Oscars are kind of irrelevant. I think it's more the people who know the movie when it comes to underrated, overrated, because those are the people going to see the movie. And if it's not known in the zeitgeist as, as much as it should be, that's, that's underrated. So, um, yeah, Monsters Inc. is a good movie, but I think Soul is just Rap. so much better. All right. Good job, good job. Chris, you are up, my friend. 
And your time begins now. Danny, I just want to say you're a turd sandwich, but I love you. <laughs> um, I, I mean, like, I think probably, I mean, I haven't, unfortunately, I haven't seen Soul, but I do know, like, a lot of the references that came up from, like, TikToks and their discussions on videos on it. The problem is that, once again, I kind of, well, what, uh, what I've been saying is the fact that, like, I feel like Pixar has kind of fallen off from it because now it's like when it comes to Pixar back in the day, it was like maybe three to four years we would get a new Pixar movie. So we would get a longer space from them. Um, I personally think that like, I think soul might be uh, something that I would enjoy, but for me, I think for me, I think the problem is with me, it's just a nostalgia factor. And the fact that it's such, it proves so much of like how far we've gotten, especially back in the days with computer animation. I mean, for the most part, it's a charming movie. It's stupid. You know me. I like stupid comedies. I like stupid One films. Um, and I really, you know, and I, and I, I mean, I kind of agree with you, but it's still kind of a movie that holds place to my heart. Going back to Monsters, Inc., like what Danny said again, I think I do agree that it's a film that a lot of people do know about. It's a film that is quite iconic. It is definitely one of the second best films in the entire series. I mean, I can still say about like Wally or, or um, Wally or Up. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have like a lot to like rebuttal against Monsters, Inc. Because it is a really good movie, but it's a good movie. It's not an under the radar right. film. For more or less the souls, I don't think it's underrated just yet. I think we need to give it a few more years till we actually might see people decide to go back into it. But once again, I think the pandemic did have a bit of a negative reception on that. The fact that so many people didn't go into it, which is why it flopped at the box office. But again, it was COVID. Who was going to go into the movies during COVID? All right. Good job, Chris. Moving on to last but certainly not least. Mr. Miguel. No, he is the least. Whoa. 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 Shots fired. Shots fired. It's okay. All right, y'all. Damn boy. All right. Don't worry. Miguel, Miguel, I just want to say, you can can talk to me anytime. I won't hurt you like that. He'll hurt you in other ways. All right. Definitely different ways. All right. (laughs) Your time begins now. So actually, I think you guys accidentally proved my point that Monsters Inc. is an underrated movie because you guys are sitting here saying, oh, how could it be underrated? It's one of the top movies. The characters are recognizable. I had a very difficult time finding this in the top charts. Uh, Many people had this ranked in the teens for their Pixar movies. The only website I could find that even had this in the top five was Polygon. No one seems to agree with you guys, at least on the internet. And so it's funny to hear you guys say, how is this underrated? It's so good. And that is exactly the point. The point is, it's so, so good, and yet, Critics and on the internet, obviously the internet is the internet, but us personally speaking here are saying it's top, top like two, five, whatever you guys are saying. Um, to go with the soul aspect, I, I, I watched it, it was all right. I mean, it had one giant underlying thing. I, th- I do see what you're saying. There's a lot of minor themes of depression, anxiety and all that, but it was just one giant theme of living your life. And it was, it was kind of sad. It was just one about a sad man who didn't know how to appreciate life. And it made me sad. And one that's minute. not what Pixar is here for. Pixar's here to make me happy. <laughs> Whoa. I was Whoa. not excited to be sad for half that movie before you realize, oh my God, life is actually awesome. It's like, yeah, appreciate it. Anyways, Bugs Life, I'm not going to go into that too much more. I think Dan kind of ripped that one a new one. So I'm going <laughs> to let that one, I'm gonna let that one go. Um, but Soul was about, you were right. It was like an everyday, it's most relatable because it's everyday life. But we go to the movies not for that. We go to the movies to escape everyday life. And this was just reminding us exactly what everyday life was. 30? You said 30. Yeah, 30. Yeah, 30. Oh, okay, gotcha. Bugs Life, a little bit, just, I had one remark here. It, it disappeared because it wasn't very memorable. I actually watched it right before we came here, and I was like, 
I got three quarters through the way and I actually shut it off. Um, I just, I just didn't, I didn't want to watch that. Chris is so hurt. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> and the one last thing with uh, Monsters Inc. is I think the references in it are very underrated. We don't, apparently Pixar doesn't like doing them anymore. I don't know why. Like, why don't we have like references to Encanto or even like Onward or. Wrap it up. And, oh. No, yeah, you can, you can finish the sentence. But. All right. Like yeah. Monsters Inc. had references to all the movies that were around it. And the small things are very underrated. All right. All right. Let's check in with God and see where she is at right now. So uh, what, what are you thinking there, God? Uh, I was raised that if you don't have anything nice to say, to not say anything at all. That's a shot at me. No, you fucking in, Have fun in your closing <laughs> <laughs> Who taught you that, God? <laughs> I'm just saying you all suck right now. All right, y'all. It's we nothing personal to anybody, but... <laughs> what, are we tearing down all your favorite movies? Screw no. you, Yahweh. <laughs> all right, y'all. We are moving into our final round here. It's a free-for-all. You guys just, just go at it. Just until we basically cut y'all off. So, Danny, you go stink. <laughs> Okay. No ad hominem attacks. You can borrow some cologne. <laughs> as, as I said, as I said before, I think it's also a generational thing. Like specifically with Monsters Inc. I think back. I mean, today's generation probably will not remember it, but because the fact that I was six years old when I saw Monsters Inc. Like it's still embroidered into my head of that movie, and I love the hell out of it. Um, I like Bugs Life just because, once again, I'm a nostalgic guy. I like stuff from the older days. I think it's just more fun. But, like, I think what Miguel said before was the fact that, like, I'm not going to movie to feel depressed. If I want to go see something depressing, I'll go on, like, I don't know, some YouTube rant about their friendship or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just, I, I think, like, that's the thing. And I even enjoy, like, Bugs Life, I mean, it's stupid. That's the point. But I'm always like a fan. Like, two things I like is nostalgia and then things that are super small. Like, the idea of you're just opening a different world to it. And, like, the fact of, like, oh, like, look. Like, this bar is built out of a can yeah. of soup. And they're but, all drinking water droplets. Okay. I just kind of like the world building on that. Right, but the thing is, though, like, you're, a, lot of your, a lot of what you're saying is, just, like, more subjective. You're saying, like, I like this. I like that. It's not necessarily, like... I think I think the more the better barometer is for people who like actually go like not just you like the rest of the people that like watching it, and I think that I think Bugs Life just it forgot forgotten because it it doesn't it doesn't really it might have been like really good for the time that it came out but it's not like technically it, you mean. Tec I mean, again, technically, it is the and maybe Pixar film that they ever made as well. So you also have to kind of put into account of that, right? But like, Toy Story is miles ahead, though, and like that was that came right before it in '95. So, and again, Ant. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but Ants was more adult oriented, way more adult oriented. <laughs> We're not here to talk about Ants. Ant Man should have done it. <laughs> he should have. They, they addressed that. that. Crap. <laughs> but yeah, like Soul, like I hear what you're saying about the whole de like the depression thing. But like this this movie, like kind of like how I was talking about with Avatar: the Last Airbender, um, it applies to every level. You're comparing every Soul to Avatar. No, no, no listen, okay. listen. <laughs> Wait, which Avatar? Last the Last Airbender. Okay. The it appeals to all levels of like, all ages and. So kids aren't gonna really understand too many of the themes, but they're still gonna get a good story, like a buddy, a buddy comedy between um, what's this, the main character and 
Joe and the spirit. I forgot. 22. The name. 22. Um, you have a good story there with them. Uh, but then also when you're, I mean, we can all agree. Like I, I think like around teenagers to 25, 30, they're going to apply. They experience mental, mental, uh, you know, stuff, um, depression mostly. And they're going to get that. And they're going to be like, so relatable. And it's kind of like how like in relatable. it's kind of like how inside was like so depressing the entire time but it was still considered comedy right at a different time whatever but (laughs) that's my point though that like it it, it appeals to them and then the adults can get the commentary of real quick chris of life and death the the i get the whole like 22 and joe being good friends and whatnot but i mean that that, that's done in almost every single disney movie i mean finding nemo had the dory and marlin Obviously, Monsters Inc. had my duo. We had, oh, well, I guess he was by himself in that movie. Flick was a, a flick. But anyways, that was, I don't know. Did I Flick have like the, the little yeah, caterpillar? I mean, like oh, Dot. Dot. Dot was like little tiny sidekick. purple ant yeah. Little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the princess, yeah. Or I don't know. Yes, what yes, princess. princess. Yeah. But anyways, continue what you're going to say, Chris. Um, no, I'm just also thinking like a problem, like I think with soul is the fact that it also came out at a really bad time during COVID. Cause it's like, Oh, life is already depressing. Why am I going to watch a movie about some guy dying? You know? And I even kind of, I mean, I guess, it's, I guess maybe not be the best example of it, but it's just like, it, I, I think once again, it comes from the idea that, um, I feel like kind of Pixar has been making too many movies and I feel like they like especially it's going to be one that's going to be forgotten because there's already you got um what's 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 the other ones that have come out like turning red and what was the italian one i always forget uh, luca luca thank you i couldn't get it out oh, of my head yeah, yeah like, luca, like so all those were released in like the span of like every year so i think the problem is like there's too many of numbers where you can't really retain one that's the most right the best way is like but what i'm saying like with soul is diamond in the rough it's there's so much rough with so much content coming out but soul is the diamond don't don't try to twist my (laughs) 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 yeah but like you know what i mean like okay so monsters inc is so iconic Everyone it knows it. Everyone yeah, loves everyone it. I don't think Soul's it. underrated because everyone, anyone who did watch it was like, they didn't recommend it to people. That's why it didn't spread. Because people would have yeah. watched it either way. We were in the middle of a pandemic where we got shut inside and they still didn't watch it. It wasn't on Disney Plus. It was only in theaters. Well, even when it came to Disney Plus, it doesn't sound like it did very hot. Yeah, because well, the, the main spark of it was snuffed out by Disney because they did a horrible marketing strategy with it. I mean, I, don't, I still don't think it was underrated though. I mean, it's not even, the movie's even, fault. Even in, like, in the end of the movie when he finally gets his dream that he's been fighting for the entire movie and the reason why he's had like such a not adventurous life he goes ah, actually no this isn't that good anymore like literally the entire movie is about how like you missed the point it. of the movie <laughs> i mean I the whole I, point is to find need, meaning in life not be focused it, on your it, right but that would be you didn't really learn that i get until where, I get ahead, where miguel's coming from <laughs> what? like but like you just said like but it's like you just don't get it it was like well you need to find something that gets the entire audience it's only just a handful of people that'll you know that'll remember it or like there's only going to be a handful of people that are totally going to get it then it's just failed because you only hit a specific market i didn't even know it came out until you told me that was your movie and i was like what is this movie and i had to watch it and i was like i mean it was a decent movie but it was another classic cliche disney movie i can't believe i know the only thing the only thing i remember was weren't they didn't they reference kobe in it they uh referenced the knicks 
and they were like, oh, I make them lose every single time, and then she shoots like the basketball away, right? That's the only redeeming thing, and a few other little references that I completely forgot. But other than that, that was it. The fact still remains, though, that the movie has something to say. Mm -hmm. A Bug's Life barely has that. Monsters Inc. has something many themes. Many many themes still comes up. I think yeah, you're taking quite a few leaps with all the commentary that you're that you're finding. What do you mean? Like with the whole criticizing oh yeah, so something about oil what, what was that right. so oil that, like the, the environment they they um what we do today is we're very kind of like stuck on this whole oil thing and because of that we're like we're not gonna move off but we're not gonna think about anything else and what i'm saying is is that they were blocked by even having a new idea because mr waterness is greed and he was like we're gonna squeeze every ounce of scare we can until we can't get any more just like today we're squeezing every ounce of oil we possibly can because until we, we can't get any more without even looking past and going, oh, wait, we actually have a great idea here. Let's use laughs instead. But they were so focused and so fixated on that one energy source, which for them was scare and for us it's oil, that they couldn't even look past it and get new or even like try to think of greater and better ideas. Instead, they were taking all their resources and reinvesting it in the same resource. But I don't think in the film it was that explained enough where like it's it a kid's was, film, they can't. It was like I, I understand, but it never like really like when when Boo started laughing the first time and like the lights blew out, they're like, let's not do that again. Well it's because they, they didn't never know thought, either. oh my god, that's the newest way to, to you know, like there was never like it's until like the last five minutes of the movie. Because once again, the whole entire movie was just focused on was the relationship between Sully and Blue. Like well, that's that's what, for kids back. it is, but for everyone else watching it who actually understands the, all the other themes going along, they're seeing the other 17 themes, that's an exaggeration, more like seven, that is going on throughout the entire movie. I mean, I guess, I mean, like, they do kind of focus on the corruption, like, you know, near the end. But again, it's like, it's, even for me, I just never, I, like, I understood it, but it wasn't enough for me to really, like, focus that part of the plot i think it also has one of the best themes the soul has too is waking up and realizing the nine to five the grind because when he scares boo and he looks up and he sees his face and he's like oh my god what am i doing i'm pretty sure that exact quote is something that joe says in the movie he literally goes oh my god what am i doing with my life or something like that and so that's just another theme that monsters inc has it's not even one of their main themes that is the same level as soul i don't know and it doesn't get as much i'm it only won one award and it was for that song, that one song. That was all it won, Monsters Inc. And I yeah, but the, I, the 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 awards are antiquated. They don't well, they don't mean anything. Shrek came out that year, so that's why. Wait, and it still won the song Shrek even after All Star. Yeah, <laughs> what? That's crazy. Yeah, it won, it won. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I just, everyone knows Monsters Inc. That's the only thing I just keep coming. Yeah, back that's to. my only. Issue. Well, no, no, no nobody. Say, no, everyone knows well it, well. but everyone's like, oh yeah, you know, you know, five, six, seven up. Literally, I was. You, so you think it's so good so, that so, like so it should be better? Way I, for context, I came in here thinking we were arguing the best Pixar movie, but <laughs> when I tried finding data to support that it was the best, I was actually having trouble. I was having a lot of trouble trying to find what was the how it was the best because everyone had oh yeah, it's a great one. It's 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 there. It's like that's great but no it's it's one of the tops and that is where i had a very hard time trying to find anything on it it was it was very well, disturbing for me toy story was always gonna overtake it well yeah no that's fine why. i mean toy story is toy story of course but they had like cars one up there not two or three but two two is definitely <laughs> i also yeah. they had they had wally was up there always uh, soul guys, was ahead of them in a we lot. are going to uh, wrap this up 
Oh, I got one more point. Though. All right, right Danny, you can see your last point. All right, so my, I think the Monsters Inc. Legacy got kind of tainted with uh, Monsters University because it just goes back on all those themes that are, I guess are there. Well, it's a prequel. Yeah, but it, it takes away from the legacy of that movie. Soul is like a perfect wrapped story about life and death philosophy. I would argue and, Monsters University is a solid movie, but definitely felt a little bit like a cash grab. Yeah, and that's why I think it yeah, makes, it makes the first one about, seem cheaper now. But it's not about Monsters University. We're talking about all underrated. Right, but it just it just it tell it shows you that it, it was so popular that it got a sequel. Yeah, it got one sequel. Yeah, and then well, they fucked it up. They fucked it up so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It took them so long to do it though. All right, guys. All right. So we have come to an agreement, I believe, on who our winner is. Chris. Um, <laughs> I, I wish. Okay. <laughs> I vote Chris. The winner is Drumroll, please. Not Miguel. I figured. Ooh. Whoa, what? Ooh. I was being too mean. Uh, okay, okay, you know what? No here, I'm going to take a little bit of this. Being honest, this episode was really hard for me. Uh, I just didn't think that... Uh, let's talk to you all for a little bit. Miguel, I just generally don't think that Monsters, Inc. is underrated in any way whatsoever. Critics do. I don't know why. I agree that's, with that. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Critics though. aren't nobody, the people. <laughs> nobody in the room agrees with you. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. We all agree it should be higher. Yeah, but like the critic, I like I'm saying the general public. Yeah, the, are we, the, the, we, we are. I guess we're in this scenario. She's saying we're the general public, mm-hmm. right? Thinking coworkers, think the general thinking public, though, here. if you let it on the internet, you'd see a lot more people that would say it was the best. But that's why we're on Tomatoes has like the audience score and then the critics. Yeah, score. The, and audience the audience is score is always completely different than the critics. In my opinion, the audience's score is what matters. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. moving yes. along, Danny, um, you. When we started this, Dan said, hey, don't attack each other before the rebuttal. And then you walked in swinging. <laughs> Straight up attacking the whole time. That's gross. <laughs> don't do that. I don't like that shit. No, Wait, about no, what? Whoa, what did I say? I didn't make any ad hominem like, attacks. It's stupid. It's bad. Well, he didn't, he wasn't your movie is stupid and bad. He That's wasn't calling Chris stupid and bad. No, though. but I'm saying yeah. we. you can't argue that your movie is better by just shitting on everybody else's movie. That's well, you have to works. make points against the other person. We, no, we, I know, we but can you turn don't it down need for the to future. I, I can shit see it. on them. I can see it, Ashley. We'll, but, we'll turn it down for the future, though. So, what I'm now to Christopher. Yeah. Christopher, <laughs> said dear, Uh-oh. my darling. Gotta cut it out. Then. Hype up your own movie. Stop hyping up every. Uh, stop hyping up everybody else's movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like you did more work for their movies <laughs> than you did for yours. Yeah, yeah Chris. I was I like, I kind of felt like Bugs Life was kind of a falling grace at that point. Honestly, I expected somebody to pick Bugs Life going into this. It is my brother, like one of my brothers. Favorite Pixar movies. It's Michael, definitely where up are there. You? He's actually in the studio. Yeah, Michael and I are faces at each other the entire time. Um, but Chris, you really just did more work for everyone else's movie than you did for your own. I did and I'd love too, to have you back on the show again because I think you did a good job. You just gotta hype yourself up more and be a little louder and be a little more. Yeah, Chris, okay, no, see, Chris is like me. Money. Like it's hard to argue because you're always, you're probably the same type as me. You're like you're like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm not gonna argue about it. I'll just I'll just. <laughs> yeah. I think also I think just also the problem for me is that like I'm such a nostalgia nerd mm-hmm. that like when it comes to that stuff like the early days of Pixar was probably some of my personal favorite movies of all time with like Toy Story. At Bugs Life, Monsters Inc., and Finding Nemo, like during that time span of like the late nineties into the early two thousands, I mean, it was just like amazing film after amazing film after amazing film, and those are the banger ones that after banger. The most. Yeah, yeah. But then it feels like it's like even though like Bugs Life 
did do really well. Again, I thought of it as sort of underrated because of the fact it was really forgotten, even though it did have a really good reception as being like mm-hmm. a charming, fun movie. And at that time, even during those earliest days, like what I explained with Miguel, is that a lot of people didn't really catch on to like the hidden meanings of that because they were still so early with just doing the world building and the story and getting straight to the plot. And people over time started to realize about like some of the hidden quotes, like the one about like, you know, the power in numbers or the fact yes. of like, you know, in Monster yeah. Everything that Chris said just there makes me prove that Miguel is not our winner because he's saying that <laughs> that Bug or Bug's life was old and it got just it was really just forgotten with the test of time. And Monsters Inc is the opposite because Monsters Inc at this point is also pretty old, but nobody forgets Monsters Inc. Whether you think it's a number one or not, Miguel, you can go on about your critics saying it's low on the list. Nobody's ever going to forget Monsters Inc. Hey, yeah. no, I thought we were not attacking the person. Yeah, what the? F- okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'm God, we can attack you all we want. I can send you guys to hell personally. We're God. But anyway, I get to go to finally, finally wrapping this up here because God is still talking for once this episode. Um, we have to pick a winner. And although it was a little hard just because I didn't really think anybody was a clear winner in this one, uh, I'm going to go with Danny because I think Miguel made one very good point that brought me back to a couple episodes ago where you were saying, oh, um, hand, oh wait, I texted Dan the quote. Did you? Yeah. Danny was talking. Oh, she did. Danny was talking about themes and whatnot. And um he's talking about how like themes got across well or whatever and miguel you said something along the lines of oh it's a kid's film it can't have good themes like it's it, you know it's no what i said is it had to be it has to be hidden in the kids film because they can't just like because chris was like oh well, they didn't make it obvious well they can't because mm-hmm. that's not how kids films work it's mm-hmm. supposed to be sprinkled in there and then you pick it up because mm-hmm. it's a kid's mm-hmm. film it's supposed to be yeah you want to like lecture the kids right, right? Mm-hmm. but also well, it like brought me back now. to episode two was it where we talked about the best TV show that grew with you? Yeah. And remind me a lot of Avatar because I feel like Soul is going to be very similar to Avatar The Last Airbender, but the more you, the longer you age, it's just another kind of fine wine thing. Because uh-huh. every time you come back to it, it's going to be better and it's going to mean more. I know a handful of people who saw Soul and absolutely loved it, but the amount of people I know who have seen it, period, is very few. But I do know that everyone who has seen it has loved it, which is why I think that it's very underrated because it definitely got overshadowed by everything going on. And if it, if there was better hype kind of building up for it, I think it would have had a better shot. Yeah. And uh, cool. everyone but Chris has seen Soul, apparently. But I definitely suggest... I don't you blame go anyone watch for Chris. not watching that. Right? You go watch it, Chris. I definitely suggest no, it. No, it's definitely okay. worth a watch. I just... I don't. I don't think it's under. Yeah. yeah, I legit thought you were gonna win that one <laughs> because I'm I like, didn't, I didn't. I knew as soon as I came in here and you guys were like, "Yeah, it's almost underrated." I was like, "Fuck me!" <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you did a really good job, like arguing. I tried. Like, yeah. That's why I said, "I'm like, I got an idea. I'm gonna go I with think, it. I don't think I'm gonna win. Well, but it will work." I, yeah, because when you start diving into like the themes, I'm like, because I, I, like, I wanted to like, I wanted to compliment you and be like, "Wow, I, I didn't, was trying I didn't to, get yeah. that." And was, was like, with Soul, I was trying to do the same thing. I was like, I was like, "All right, everyone." Um, we are wrapping up this episode. Uh, if you guys like this duel of the debates, make sure to like and subscribe to us. Um, having a great time here, Danny. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, love you, Danny. No, I love you too. War town. <laughs> War town. War town. War town. Yep. Turning. Oh no, it's not turning. Oh right. Yeah. 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 Uh, never had nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I just wa- I watched that movie when I was like nine beers deep. Nice. I was drunk. 
It was a good watch. We got to do like a drunk one on that one. Yeah. Well, we get yeah, bring back movie drinks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram at Danny underscore Wass. My letterbox at DJ Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. Miguel, would you like to plug anything? Uh, yeah. You can find me on pretty much most social media with Miggy Azalea. Um, good luck finding it. Oh, whatever. Anyways, I also have a YouTube channel. It's a little bit on the uh, idle right now because I my brother's living with me, so it's hard to record. Um, but it's Lion Blaze 321. I also have a second one that I once in a while post on called Social. It's like Psy, like Psych, and then Oshal, like Social. But I'm right. It's okay. Continue, Chris. I, I have nothing. I don't give out any I love you, Chris. Woo. <laughs> he doesn't put out, guys. He doesn't put out. All right. I've been, I've so. been thinking about it. Putting out? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, thank you for watching as usual, and we'll see you all next time.